Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Good morning. It's Mark and the Interpol. With whom do we have the pleasure of speaking? Johnny B. Johnny B, you are officially enrolled in Mark and Interpol's middle school. Three questions, get two out of three correct, and uh, Jeff B, tickets are yours. Yes, that's right. All right. Never seen him before. That'd be, that'd be good. All right. Middle school sponsored by Rainforest Plumbing and Air. You can find them at 602 Ask Rain. Today, here's your first question. Today's the 45th anniversary of a president of the United States resigning from office. Which president was it? There is no multiple choice here. Richard Nixon. Thank you for getting that. Your next question. Who replaced him? Jimmy Carter, Gerald Ford, or Tom Wopat? <laughs> Gerald Ford. That is also correct. Yeah. And uh, just for fun, you've already won. Who was Nixon's original vice president who resigned in disgrace? Was that Sorrell Book, Cornelius Bumpus, or Spiro Agnew? Spiro Agnew. This man knows his American history. I'm proud of him. I think you meant Sorrell Brook. No, it's Book. We're talking about Boss Hogg, right? It's Sorrell Brook. I believe it's Sorrell Book. I think it's Brook. Yeah. Yeah, You guys had the Dukes of Hazzard thing going here. We, yeah, do. we do, yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, so, we're just a group of boys, so yeah. that's really what happens. And we'll check on that, but you're going to see Jeff Beck. All righty, cool. Hang, hang on, Johnny B. Uh, uh, it, it is book. Yeah, I was just Google this, it. I was this this many years old when I realized that I thought Boss Hogg was Sorrell Brook all these years, and even when he was on, on Soap and everything, I think I, I could have sworn I've actually seen his name as Sorrell Brook in credits. It's B. It's B O K E. Yeah. So I think your natural inclination, you just kind of mentally add the R, I think. I thought it was that for years, too. Yeah. And then one day, you know, one day, of course, I was researching Boss Hog. Yes, exactly. As you do. As people are wont to do. Well, I'm thinking this is an election year, and I'm thinking a write in candidate would be good. <laughs> and I was sad to find out that Boss Hog yeah. is dead. So, no, it's Sorrell Book. It is Sorrell Book. Boss Hog. It's yeah, an interesting one right there. So, I'm very proud of Johnny B, by the way. 45 years ago today, President Nixon resigned. Pretty amazing. You know, and it's interesting because I don't know if you've seen his resignation letter. It's literally like two sentences. Yeah. They, it's like, I, I hereby resign the pres- office of the presidency. Yep. Goodbye. Yeah, once you do that, there's not much more to say. Yeah. I mean, I, I, mean, I wish I'm, somebody along the line said uh, Richard Nixon has resigned the presidency of the United States. We wish him well in his future endeavors. There you go. You know I, I mean? sent the email through the, that would throughout be the, the White House. Yes, that's, that's right. exactly how that would go today. It's early here with Mark and Neander, Paul. Yeah, breakfast time. Yeah, you know, by the way, we had, uh, had an interesting morning yesterday. We taste tested that new Burger King Impossible Whopper. Yeah, there's a video of it up in the uh, Mark and Neander, Paul Facebook page if you want to check it out. Yeah, a lot of comments on it. It was, it was pretty hard to tell which was which. We got a real Whopper and the Impossible Whopper. There's a reason, and they, we'll get into that a little later yeah, on. They tasted they tasted fairly similar. You know, one's kind of the vegetarian choice now. Right. If you want to do that. We talked to that girl, Stephanie, who was all excited about yeah. it yesterday because she's a vegetarian. But, right. Um, you know, I had suggested that we have Grubhub bring them over, and you were like, no, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. And I was like, what, what's the matter? He goes, oh, you've read that story, right? And, and I have seen that story. Yeah, I, I am. Uh, it's 28% of those guys supposedly mess with your food on the way there. That's almost 3 in 10. 
Just yeah. saying, like, if you order 10 times, if you order 10 times from a food delivery service, three of those 10 times, somebody has already eaten some of your food yeah. or, or messed with it in some way. And because of that, I am staunchly, and, and no offense to anybody that's working for Grubhub or any of those food delivery things that are trying to make a living. I understand it. I get it. I'm not using your service. I'm just, and, and it's not because it's nothing personal to you, but somebody in your company screwed it up for you. Somebody, yeah. if you're screwing with somebody else's yeah. food, just know that they're, they're the people you should be mad at, not people like me who won't use their service because people are, are eating food. If you order fast food and you get fries, you know they're just sticking out there. Right. You know, you know, how, you know how when you get yourself some fast food and you're driving home, you're going to eat it at home? Right, yeah. You can't or there's a couple of them you, fall out of the bottom of the bag. Yeah, you can't resist the fries. They're right. sticking out of the bag. I get it. Yeah, so I actually do that with potato chips. Like if on the rare yeah, instance no, that I buy potato chips at the store, I end up opening up the bag and having <laughs> two or three on the drive home. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. So I, you know, so there is there are, is a, a percentage. The percentage is uh, not it's not half, but it's almost a third of the people that are messing with your food. Are people delivering your food or messing with it? Do you think they mess with your food? You know they do. Check out the percentage. That's why I don't have food delivered to my house. I'm with you. <laughs> You think maybe one of those guys has eaten some of your food on the way there sometimes? Well, I guess they did a study, and the percentage is pretty high. Yeah, we were just talking well, about it. Yeah, yeah that, you 28%. know, percent. It's higher than it should be, which is zero. It, it the percentage should be, should zero. be zero. Absolutely. And anything above zero is is higher than it should be. We pizza delivery and Chinese food delivery have been staples since 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 the caveman for, oh, first ordered pizza. I mean. What's we're, interesting, we're all, we're all used to that. What's interesting is, did you hear the story? There's a guy that claims that a guy was taking slices of pizza and then putting the pizza back together and nobody noticed. Right. That's, that's geometrically impossible. Yeah, it is. You can't take a slice of pizza and then put it back together. It just doesn't work. So, so yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd be curious. If you, if you feel like you've had your food messed with, I'd be curious about that. But also, if you're a driver, you can tell us. Yeah, we won't tell anyone. We, we know you've done it. Yeah, but it, I, hey, hey, there's no judgment here. Nah, it's a safe zone. Well, no, there's 50% no judgment here. <laughs> I'm I'm absolutely judging you. Stop screwing with my food. It's 480-470-KSLM. So 28% of food delivery drivers have admitted to eating some of your food before it gets to your house. That is... Um, 28% more than it should be. Yes, it is. That is a, that is a, a, an unreasonably high percentage. And I, look, I get it. Like, look, I, I worked in food service. All right. Like when I was a kid, I worked in a, a sub shop, stuff like that. Occasionally, when you were making somebody's sandwich, if you, you know, you're supposed to portion everything out. Occasionally, you're supposed to portion out like three ounces of steak or whatever it is on a steak and cheese sub. You pop it, some you in you your pop, mouth. You yeah. pop a little extra on the, on the grill there so you can snag a little snack or something like that. Or but, you're extra not mushroom. but you're not taking it off their food once it's prepared. No. Or at least you shouldn't. No. Well, no. Like if you're wrapping up the sandwich and, and a mushroom falls off and it happens to be falling in the palm of your hand, well, you got to throw it somewhere. <laughs> yes, you do. So. But in that situation, you're not stealing from the customer. You're stealing from your boss. Right. right? Yes. But when you're only making three twenty-five an hour, um, an extra mushroom, I feel, is in it. I think that's part of the Benny package. Paul, if you can justify that, what else can you justify? Uh, I don't know. Let's go to the phone. We got a guy who, uh, <laughs> this guy, I, I think he works in the service. He, he's a, he guy work, he's a food service guy, around, right? All right. I'm a food driver. I deliver stuff. And I want to say absolutely I've eaten food, but that's only because I couldn't deliver it. So you get there, you try to find their house, you call them, you ring a couple of times, you wait like 10 minutes 
and you can't find them, and they don't answer, and then you have to take off because you can't wait for them forever. What's the normal standard procedure in a, in a situation like that? It can't be go ahead and eat the food, is it? Well, I mean, if you can't deliver it, you can't take it back to the store. Yeah, that's true. You're not gonna you're not gonna take it back. Like, hey, you know, I couldn't find them. Here's your food back. Right. What's the last thing you chowed down on? Uh, let's see. I had a I had a burger. It was from uh, Cold Beer and Cheeseburgers. Okay. Yeah. That's a good All place. Right. Now, see, I, now in that situation, I think that is the surcharge. I think if you're if you're a delivery driver, and you as a customer have hired this delivery driver to bring you food, and you can't stay by your phone or you can't be available when they show up at your house, you're not where you say you're going. You're not be. where you say you're going to be. I think that uh, if they if you've wasted that delivery driver's time, then then the the tax to that is that you've just bought them a meal. After all, time kinda, is, yeah. time is money. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of agree with that one. Not that I <laughs> yeah. agree with the practice. Again, I'm never going to be hiring a food delivery service, although I do make an exception for pizza and Chinese food. For whatever reason, those two seem to be trustworthy industries. Because you can't screw with either of them, really. Both of those are traditions. This other stuff is newer. Yeah. When bring, people bringing you fast food, people bringing you chicken wings and things like that, that's newer. Although in hindsight, I think I've had my Chinese food order screwed up where, you know, I ordered certain things and it didn't come in the order sometimes. And I'm now in hindsight, I'm thinking to myself, what did you do with my shrimp egg foo young? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't know that the store screwed it up. I'm wondering if the delivery driver is like, I'm just going to put a couple of extra sweet sauce in there. Yeah, right, right. You know right. what I mean? Like, because with, with Chinese food, there's plenty of extra mortar that you can put in to fill the bag. Yes. If suddenly one of those little white boxes disappears. Very true. Just saying. Some interesting folks here about food <laughs> delivery. And, uh, you know, everybody can can understand the uh, apprehension that people have with food delivery. It's Friday. Right. Well, uh, that's Friday has got to be the biggest night for food delivery. Uh, right? Until football season actually starts. Absolutely. Yeah, sure. Maybe, yeah. maybe, maybe Sunday. But I, I think I think Friday is the biggest one because, you know, it's always like, eh, let's just get a pizza tonight or something like that. But 28 percent, 28 percent of people who deliver food admit to having messed with it and and when we say mess with it usually it's just eating some of it you know and yeah, you've, you've yeah. seen there's been video stuff on youtube of guys getting caught doing it and things like that but nobody likes it yeah i got a pizza one day and it had like spots where it looked like the pepperoni and sausage had been pulled off I think the dude opened up the box and ate some of the sauce and some pepperoni off my pizza. Well, the good news is now they've got that deal where you can, if you think your pizza's been screwed with, you can just bring it back. They get that pizza insurance. Insurance. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I've, yeah. Seen, I've, I've, I've seen that commercial. Yes, I have. So you should it take advantage of that. It happened in the past before that commercial was on. I'm wondering if there's going to uh, if there'll become a point where pizza places will offer a pepperoni count. Like every pizza will have at least 36 pepperoni <laughs> yes, slices on yes. it. Yeah, like 6 per slice whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. I have a sneaking suspicion yeah. that's going to have to happen. Yeah, I do too because man, I really do think that the dude f with my pizza. It's yeah, possible. Well, you can tell like if you have a pepperoni pizza and, you know, you're, you're not quite ready to serve it. Everybody's taking a slice of pepperoni off. You know, they take that little circle of pepperoni off. It leaves that little mark. Yeah, when it's on the table, yeah. it's that little, it's that little, the skin tag has been removed. <laughs> you can see where the cheese, you can see the circle where the cheese was at. Yes. Right, exactly, yeah. When, when I'd walk in and get a pizza, you know, and, and drive it home, you know what I mean? It always had more toppings on it than the guy delivering it. And I'm like, this dude's 
fucking with my pizza. I'm just going to walk in and pick it up from now on. That's going to be the name of my new self-help book. This dude's fucking with my pizza. No, actually, that's an Ashton Kutcher movie. It's the the sequel to uh, Dude, Where's My Car? It's this dude's effing with my pizza. I actually think that that phrase, if we can get that phrase to be uh, a sort of a stand-in for anything that's going wrong, like maybe you get pulled over for doing 46 and a 45. I'm like, so the cop pulls me over. This dude, where's my pizza? (laughs) Or like you're at a bar and then some guy continues to try and interrupt you trying to hit on this girl. So I'm at the bar the other night and I'm talking and this guy comes over and he keeps interrupting and stuff. I'm like, this dude's with my pizza. He's effing with my pizza. Yeah. yeah. I I think that phrase could be, you know, could be one of those phrases that sits in and, and takes over. It could work. Yeah, I like it. It's got a catchy, catchy look, cadence look, to look it. Look good on a T-shirt. All righty then. So here we are on a Friday morning. Uh, it's a little sticky out there. We might see some rain a little bit. So we should see what's going on around the world where people are acting like idiots. Yeah. And by the way, in like 10 minutes, we're going to tell you something interesting we found out yesterday about the Impossible Whopper. Yes. The Impossible Whopper has an impossible reason why it possibly tastes like beef. Yeah. We'll tell you about it's, that in a bit. Uh, it's tarnished things a little bit. I would think so. Today's Dumbass is sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports at RideNow.com. You can see this at the Mark and Yander Facebook page. 49-year-old Wendy Alberti likes to keep things running on time. Okay. Wendy's a bus driver for the Peter Pan bus lines in the Northeast. Oh, yeah. I'm familiar with those. Yeah. They're like generally tour buses, right? Yeah. You know, the bigger ba- buses. Yeah. They're basically like a Greyhound bus. Yeah. yeah. Long trips. You know, they got yeah. a bathroom on them, that yeah, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Continental Trailways, Greyhound, and I think Peter Pan are the three big ones. There you go. Or they were. Yep. Sunday night, Wendy had a run that started in East Lyme, Connecticut, and was headed for Boston. Okay. And nothing was going to stop Wendy from leaving on time. Okay. And Wendy hit the road for Boston right on time. Good for her. Short time later, in Willington, Connecticut, police were pulling her over on the side of the road. Why? On Route 84. You know oh, 84? I, I'm, I'm very yeah. familiar with 84. It takes you yeah. down to uh, to New London. Yep. Now, it seems there had been a call to 911 from Wendy's bus because there was a passenger on the bus who needed help. Okay. In fact, this passenger was locked in the luggage compartment on the side of the bus. A stowaway. Well, you'd think, kind of. How did she get there? That's the question. Well, she that appears she stowed away. Well, back when they were about to leave, this woman disobeyed Wendy's directions. Uh-oh. And went to retrieve something from her luggage after it had been placed in the luggage compartment. That's against the rules. Yeah, see, here's the thing. When you're a parent, how many times have they said, if you don't behave yourself, I'm going to lock you in the trunk? <laughs> so Wendy is just, she's just practicing yeah. good parenting. She right. learned it from her parents, I yeah. think. Passenger was already in the luggage compartment, so Wendy just closed up those doors on the side of the bus and locked her in. Can I see your ticket, please? <laughs> Passenger was able to call 911 from her cell phone. Wendy has been charged with reckless endangerment and unlawful restraint. Okay, then. Yeah. I mean, at least the woman got to lie down. Was she on time? <laughs> this did delay her a little bit uh, from her appointed well, round. See, that's, yes. good. that's probably going to be more irritating than the arrest. I love it. It's like she closed the doors on the woman. Yeah, get in there. Get in there. Well, she technically she did get the ride. She did. Yeah, and actually yeah. she probably had a more comfortable ride than a lot of people in the bus. Those seats aren't exactly comfortable. Yeah, depends what the floor is like. Well, all right. Well, you can just lay on, lay on somebody else's luggage. So there you go, Wendy Alberti, bus driver, time management expert. She's the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. 
can you can stop emailing and messaging us about this story from Avondale. <laughs> Which one? Oh, the guy. Oh, this, yeah, this, yeah, yeah. I, this must have been on the news last night because I, I got uh, people sending it to me starting at about 9.30 last night. You know, I opened up my computer this morning. And by the way. Messages, and we love that. Yeah, I was yeah. just going to say, by the way, I, I don't want to think, I want you to he- hear that what Mark is saying we don't appreciate it. Quite frankly, any chance that you can contribute to the show, it's your show. We just push the buttons. But any time that you can contribute to the show is less time that we need to work. Exactly. So, you know. But this is, it's um, laughing at how many times I got this today and last night. Uh, it's about this guy over in Avondale. Yeah. Um, he was caught. He's, he's a recidivist. Yeah. Because this isn't his first ex- experience. No, you know, so, you know, some people, they get, every once in a while you read about somebody who stashes a cell phone in a public restroom trying to record people, you know? Right. Uh, which is, which is. It's weird. It's, yeah, you're a low life. Um, and yeah, it's weird and it's wrong. He got yeah. caught in a dentist's office doing it one time. And then this time he was trying it at the Coldstone Creek. In Avondale. Now, I don't understand. I want to go back to the dentist office here because, first of all, um, as attractive as my dental hygienists are at my dentist office, they're all wearing scrubs. Nobody's wearing a skirt. So what are you trying to? I think it's just the act, you know, the the, the, the thrill of it all. What? Yeah, I mean, I'm I not... guess the adrenaline behind it. You know, if we stopped and tried to analyze that, we'd be here okay. until midnight. All right. It's, I just want to just like, like yeah. a dentist office, like, you know, time and place, sir. Not that I know that there's an appropriate time or place to do it, but that seems one that you just were you were swinging for a miss on that. The reason it's caught everybody's attention, this, this thing at the Avondale Coldstone Creamery, is that the guy's name, 28-year-old Innocent Bradley. All righty then. First name is Innocent. Is he from like Ghana or something like that? I don't know. Because that's a that's a common thing. Like you'll get that every <laughs> once in a while. You'll get like a there'll be a guy that has has flown over here from Ghana. And you're like, what's your name? Cadillac. <laughs> what? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like they just, there's just a a, a random name, like a random adjective. But you can picture him being dragged out of court. You know, he's headed for the slammers. But judge, I'm innocent. (laughs) I really, really am. (laughs) I really, really am. My client claims him. (laughs) Just claims him. And I know you're thinking to yourself, God, that story is amazing. I didn't know Avondale had a cold stone creamery. (laughs) Let's go. So our weekend begins a little bit earlier than most people's weekends. But when you get home from work tonight, many will partake in an adult beverage to relax from the grind of a long week. Yeah, I mean, it's been a long week. Especially this week's been actually longer than, than some tri- of the other yeah, ones. Yeah, it's been a trying week Yeah, for, so, for the country and so forth. So, Not that we think you should use it as an escape from reality, but... When you've had a rough week, sometimes it's okay to just grab a beer and just drink it back and take a breath. Yeah, exactly. So we like to ask you about your first beer. Let's hear Dennis tell you about my first beer. Dennis Gilbert. 17, I was, my band was playing in this smoky honky-tonk back in the day when you could smoke in the bars. And we were on break, and since I was underage, I had to stay on the bandstand or, or get out of the bar. So I'm up there just dinking around on the drums, and this guy comes up and says, you look like you're thirsty. I said, I really am. He hands me this 10-ounce glass of Ole. And if you're not from the Northwest, you don't even know Olympia beer. And that was my first beer, and it was the best because it was, like, cold. It was in that smoky environment. It it wouldn't have been any better any other time. Is that the only one you had that night? (laughs) 
I'm not at liberty to really discuss that after that, right? <laughs> okay. In other words, your musicianship sucked after that. Oh. <laughs> well, it did continuously go downhill from there. <laughs> See, that's not necessarily true, though, because I have witnessed Slash from Guns N' Roses completely unable to stand and never miss a note eh, you know. while playing guitar. So, But he was just a youngster then, yeah. playing in the bars. And that is true. If you're underage playing in a bar, you got to stay on the stage or you got to go out of the bar. Yeah. Yeah, we had uh, one in the bar. When I was in a band, our first drummer was uh, 19 years old and was allowed to go to the dressing room, to the stage, and back to the dressing room. Yeah. Where we fed him beers. (laughs) Just saying. All right. Another edition of my first beer. My family had gone down to Florida for vacation and stuff. You know, we hit all the amusement parks, but we ended up at uh, Bush Gardens there where they have the Anheuser-Busch plant. Yeah. Toward the plant, and after the plant, they've got the, like, beer garden over there. And uh, my dad got a beer, and we hid somewhere, and he goes, here, man, have a drink. Have your first beer, you know? Which, it probably wasn't really technically my first beer, maybe, but that's the one I remember the most, you know? And did you drink the whole thing or just a sip? No, I, I didn't I didn't, pull, I didn't pull a, uh, a family vacation thing. I just took a sip of it and handed it back. All right. Good stuff there. Little bonding. Yeah, you know, we hear a lot of the bonding experiences, father and son, with the first beer. I think that, you know, it's interesting because the father sometimes was, you know, don't tell your mother, that type of thing. Don't tell your mother. Oftentimes, though, the grandparent or the uncle will be like, hey, don't tell your father about this either. Uh, yes. You know what I mean? It's too. always, it's, I think it's some way of his sibling rivalry to get you back on your sober siblings. We hear that also. So yeah. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud, huh? 100.7 KSLX. Dramatic pause. A dramatic Pause. Says something without saying anything at all. Dramatic pause is a go-to for podcasters, presidents, and radio voiceovers. It makes you look really smart, even if you're not. Feet deserve a go-to like that. Like Hey Dude Shoes. Light, comfy, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.